Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us again for another iHeart2C podcast. I'm so um, honored that uh, Allison Moulton from um, Caldwell Fine Arts is here to talk to us about um, what it is and how you guys impact the community. But before before we do that, I would love to hear more about you and how you came to be um, a part of this organization and, and how long you've been in Canyon County. Sure. Well, first, we've been in Canyon County for 14 years. Um, we currently live in the Sunny Slope area, nice. and I'm never moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, so I love living there. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband came here to work at the College of Idaho, so that's okay. what brought us here. But both of my parents are from Idaho, so I spent a lot of my childhood back and forth to Idaho. But we also lived in Arizona and Utah, and we moved here from Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. So, wow, you've been all over. Yeah, we have. Um, I've been with Caldwell Fine Arts for 12 years. I started wow. just, Sylvia Hunt, the executive director, mm-hmm. asked me to help with some housing arrangements for some artists. <laughs> and wow. it kind of went from there. I was her assistant for a couple years and then uh, took the helm about six years ago. That's great. Executive director. Nice. And so how have you seen kind of the transition um with Caldwell Fine Arts and um, kind of the recognition, I feel like it's grown so much and in, in the involvement of the community with this organization. Um, what has been kind of that evolution that you've seen while you've been there? Sure. Well, we've made a really conscious choice to have all of our programs be family friendly and budget friendly. Mm-hmm. There's so many arts availability in the Treasure Valley and you can find just about anything but that's kind of been our focus is to do things that for families, mm-hmm. things that families will want to do, something that you can bring your grandma to, something that you can bring your kids to, and everyone's comfortable and it's you just know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and so with that, we've kind of expanded out into the community more. We've done programs at the library, at Indian Creek Plaza. We've done programs at the Juvenile Detention Center. Mm. Uh, I just got a new office at Rediscovered Books. Oh, fun. Across from Flying yeah. M in Caldwell, just to try to... Even more so, be in the community, be mm-hmm. out and about. I love what happens in the concert hall. That's yeah. our bread and butter. We love our community concert series, but we just want to be out there. Mm-hmm. We want to be everywhere. So. I love that. Could you, for our listeners, could you um, kind of describe actually what Caldwell Fine Arts is and and kind of what it encompasses and the purpose behind it a little sure. bit more? Sure. So we just celebrated our 60th birthday. Wow, it was during COVID. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of our birthday plans were changed, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of our birthday plans yeah. last year. Um, but so it's been around that long. It was created by the College of Idaho and the Caldwell Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. once Jewett mm-hmm. Auditorium was built. So we were created to fill that space mm. with the arts. And so 
Um, about in the 80s, we started our outreach program. Sylvia Hunt started a great outreach tradition that we carry on. So yeah, we've been around the block a few times That's right. <laughs> in Caldwell. And so does it, um, is it geared mostly towards kids or do you, um, or does it encompass all ages? Yeah, all ages. And um, we have usually about 10 evening performances every season. And that can be everything from bluegrass to classical to children's theater. And um, we don't focus on like kiddie programs. Like mm -hmm. we're not going to be doing like a door of the explorer. Sure. <laughs> something like that. But it's just simply all ages. Um, a good example of that is we like to bring Jake Shimabukuro. We brought him a few times. And he's someone who my 16-year-old brought his phone and said, oh, mom, you've got to see this guy. It's a oh, ukulele wow. player mm. who I think is one of the geniuses in the musical world right now. Mm -hmm. And so he's the one who introduced it to me and wow. was super excited about him. And then I told a community member who was one of our patrons that he would be coming. And this guy was probably 70 mm. and he was geeking out about Jake Schmibberkrow coming. And wow. so for me, that's, that's my programming, mm -hmm. something that lots of different people can appreciate. Lots of people can enjoy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for just to really make it all ages appropriate mm -hmm. with something for everybody. It and doesn't all have to be classical. I love the classical yeah. world and we'll always do that. There's something right. magical about someone playing little specks of, you know, notes on a paper that were written 200 years ago mm, yeah. and they still bring us that same emotion right. now. Like classical is a magical thing, but we also have a bluegrass band, Molly and the Mineshaft. They're coming in the springtime mm -hmm. and we'll do acrobats and we'll do all sorts of things. So I love it. I love it that something like that is such a gem, a kind of in some ways a hidden gem. I think a lot of people coming in, um, the, you know, our newer um, citizens of this area, I think don't realize that we have a beautiful auditorium um, where they have concerts and we have the Nutcracker every year and, and these, we can host these kind of things right here in our backyard. It's so neat. And of course, you know, one of the things you guys have done so well and, and improved, I feel like every year is the traditional Nutcracker that you guys host. And I've been able to bring Madeline since she was 18 months. She actually, <laughs> I think she was maybe at our first one. Oh, that's right. I remember talking to you guys when we barely started mm -hmm. it. She was maybe, well, that's about right because this will be our 10th. Yeah. Our 10th thirteen. Yeah, with a skip in between. So it'll yeah. be the 11, 11 years since we started. So I think you yeah. guys have been there <laughs> from about the beginning. Oh, and she loved it. And I and it when I when you say that, is it just the um, tea party part that you guys, because the Nutcracker there has been there longer? Am, or am I wrong? It has. Yeah, okay. Nutcracker's been there for a couple of decades. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm going to do a little spoiler here. Our Please company do. is not touring this year. So this will be, we are not actually going to have a Nutcracker ballet. Oh, no. I know. And then I went with the second company. And they also had to cancel their tour. Oh. These that's so expensive to sure. tour huge productions like this. And if you know one market isn't able to host, mm. they're just not able to do their tours. So oh, sorry man. for the that's heartbreaks heartbreak. out there right oh. now. But we have decided we are going to do the tea party still. Oh, good. There's actually some families who just come to the tea party mm -hmm. or yeah. who that's, that's kind of the tradition. And they love the Nutcracker. And we're excited to bring that back again. But the tea party, they get to interact with ballerinas. They get to do mm -hmm. crafts. We do a big red carpet entrance where we announce their names. Just a little bit of sparkle in the middle yeah. of winter. And so the tea party is still happening. But, yeah, we're all wow. a little bit oh. in shock that we won't do a nutcracker again. Yeah. But come wow. back next time and we'll 
we'll do both. But yeah, the tea party is still on. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Um, what, let's see here. What, um, what does the um, Call of Fine Arts do when it comes to promoting arts in Canning County besides, um, and I know you've alluded to a handful of things, but what are some other things that maybe po- would be able to be popping out in in um, our listeners' minds about other things that you guys do, not just at the college? Sure. Uh, we just finished the Chalk the Block Art Contest. Oh, that at was Indian you guys. Indian Creek Festival. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. when you make sure next year to come to Indian Creek Festival, everyone, mm-hmm. we have a great... Just the talent that people put into something that is going to be so washed beautiful. away the next yeah. day. Did you were you able to we see saw, those? Yes, my Just, daughter got some pictures too. They were masterpieces. Mm-hmm. They really were. They were gorgeous. And so, to me, that's kind of art at its best. It's even though it's temporary, it's just art for the sake of creation and for enjoyment and mm-hmm. to help the community. So we love doing that. Uh, we have things like children's theater in January that'll be coming up. So it's just about nine days of intensive after school programming where kids can just get a taste of theater um, we do all sorts of things with the library we are doing things in you know, Indian Creek Plaza but we're just releasing things one at a time right now mm-hmm. things are still so volatile yeah. with the arts and so our next event is catapult shadow dance they've been mm. here before and they were one of our most popular things we've ever done um, they're from America's Got Talent and they wow. do it's like dance acrobatic theater puppetry <laughs> mixed mm. together, but the result that you see in front of the screen is just magic. Wow. Um, and so we were doing a family show with that one Neat. where it's just a 50 minute family show and then an evening performance at, at seven o'clock that's the full performance. But that's a really good yeah. kind of a different sort of thing than maybe people yeah. would expect to see. When are they coming? Well. October 25th. Okay. It's a Monday. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so we're just releasing that. That's the only okay. thing that's on sale. Mm-hmm. And as things clear up and as our community isn't in such a volatile state, yeah. then we're going to just keep releasing as much as we can. Yeah, I love that. Well, since we're on the topic of, of other things that you do in the community, would you share with us what you guys did during COVID Sure. Um, and some of the impact you made there? Sure. So obviously it was a almost kind of a terrible year to be in the arts sure, that's <laughs> during hard. COVID, but it was one of my favorite seasons mm. we've ever done, surprisingly. Um, one of the things that I loved is we did a program called Silver Linings. Mm. And this was in January. 2020 had just ended. I think I was a little blawed. I don't know if everyone else yeah. was too, but just it was a, it, that was like the lowest point of me for, mm. for all of this. Mm-hmm. And just talking to people, it felt like many people were in that same kind of boat. It's dark. It's dreary. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing happening. Um, and so we started a program called Silver Linings, where we used some of our grant funds to buy a ton of canvases, hundreds, mm. thousands actually, or in the thousand of, of canvases and paints and brushes. Mm. And we had a community portion that we partnered with Flying M Coffeehouse mm. in Caldwell. Yep. And they offered those canvases and people could come and just get one for free. Mm. And we just gave them the prompt, what was your silver lining in 2020? Oh, neat. There's a lot of research with memory study that talks about the event is important, but how you process the event and how you talk about the event mm-hmm. after the event mm-hmm. is just as important as what happened to you. Wow. And so for me, taking time to say, yes, this stunk. <laughs> yes, this was a hard year. Mm-hmm. Maybe our hardest but what was what was the silver lining? What good things came out of that? And so a couple hundred people participated in that community portion where Flying M had this wall full of happiness mm-hmm. and optimism. People Beautiful. painted 
um, ice skating or they painted sledding or camping or playing with their dog or mm-hmm. cooking. Just these simple, simple things that people kind of rediscovered yeah. in their lives. And our youngest person was two Wow, <laughs> that painted one. Oh. And the oldest one, I don't know how old she was, but there was a, a batch at a nursing home oh, that neat. submitted some. So it truly was like the most mm. like whole community program we've mm. ever done. And then it was so popular, we took it to the schools and offered them the same thing. A lot of our outreach was canceled. We weren't mm-hmm. busing kids into Jewett, of course. Um, and so we asked them if they would like to do their own art shows. So we provided the prompts, we provided the posters, mm. all the supplies, and they hosted their own art shows. And so these pictures that these kids created, um, it was just really beautiful. Mm. One girl painted herself holding her brother. Mm. And in her little, you know, her interpretation of that, she said, this was a really hard year, but every time I was sad in my room, my little brother would come and give me a hug. Aww. You know, and that's yeah. not something that is generally painted about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not the, what the great art works are. Yeah. And that's not the theme. But for this community, they were able to dig deep and say what was positive. Yeah. And looking through those was just one of the highlights of my year. Wow. I it was really that. cool. That's so special. And I love how. You know, we talk here a lot on iHeart2C about community and what it looks like in Canyon County as a whole, but just how community comes together and how they support one another and find ways to heal. And it sounds like that. That was such a neat project to help our community heal through that. It really was. And I had an intern who was helping me put together the pictures for a digital kind of slideshow that's mm-hmm. on our Facebook page if you dig back a little bit. Okay. Um, and she said she kept crying <laughs> as she was putting this together yeah. because just seeing, you know, people were very vulnerable and very, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it was very sweet and tender. It was mm-hmm. my, yeah, one of my favorite things we've ever done. And we're going to do it again next year with a oh, different neat. theme. Uh-huh. Um, so just a hidden thing that we never would have yeah, thought of before. Wow. But it was, yeah. I love it. It's great. Good things can come out of hard things. Yes, definitely. Especially, I think a lot of it's based on perspective too, you know, mm-hmm. that's great. I love it. Um, why, why do you believe arts are important in a community? So that's a short question. Can I give you a long answer? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first of all, there's so many economic benefits that I could talk about all day. It really does help the economy and just the community building for sure. Uh, but I think the biggest word would be connection. Mm-hmm. Um, why we need the arts in the community. And there's probably three areas I think that is um, that offers the most connection. And the first one is family. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see families coming out, you know, your family, mm-hmm. other families, everyone's smiling yeah. and they're holding hands and they're laughing. And I think we are in a society that is so isolated and individualized and we're yeah. on our phones watching things on, you know, just a six inch screen instead of um, just really experiencing them mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I think going to an arts event is kind of like a mini vacation for my family. Yeah, You know, it's something we can talk about later and laugh about later or talk about over dinner. Um, so I just think it really brings families together to do something yeah. out of the ordinary and mm-hmm. something that will never happen again. Live performance is that way. It's, it's a, you know, it'll never be the same again. And yeah. it's, there's something really beautiful about that. Um, I also love the connection that comes to our communities with, the arts. Um, the last thing we did before COVID was Golden Dragon Acrobats. Mm. And it was a, we've had them a couple times before. And one of the uh, the tricks or whatever the in the performance is they do a chair stacking. Mm. And so they stack chairs one on top of another. And 
at the end, the acrobat does a one-handed handstand on top of these chairs and literally was brushing the top of the curtain into an auditorium. Mm -hmm. And there was this collective Mm -hmm. gasp. And all of a sudden, I was in a room with 800 of my closest friends, (laughs) you know, as we all just experienced this together. Mm -hmm. And I feel that when the audience laughs together or when we clap together, when we're singing, when we're participating and... Um, I just, I think we all have such different experiences. Our lived experiences mm-hmm. are not duplicated any, you know, by anyone else. We are also individual. But when we do something together, it's like we have an experience that we all had. Yeah. We can all share that. And I think those are really important building blocks in mm-hmm. our community yeah. to share and sit shoulder to shoulder and, you know, experience something as a community. Yeah. But then this might sound a little grandiose, but I really do feel like the arts form connections to the world. Mm. Um, One of the big things that we're really serious about is bringing in all sorts of different performers uh, from a a drummer from Ghana to Mexican folklorico dance, everything in between, just so people can can experience another culture. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of the fast train to understanding (laughs) someone else as to what do you sing? What do you listen to? Mm -hmm. You know, if you were to just ask someone what tell me your playlist. You you kind of know that person, sure. right? Um, and so I feel like experiencing other cultures really does like help with just understanding and diversity and inclusion and all those things that we just understand someone better when we experience their arts. Yeah. But I think even maybe one step further than that with connecting to the world, one of the favorite things we presented was called Where Children Sleep. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. It was an art exhibit at the College of Idaho that had pictures of a child just with a white background and then where they sleep. Mm. And it was everything from a beauty queen in the southern U.S., like a child beauty queen, mm-hmm. to you know, a, a kid in Brazil living on the streets. Wow. And so it was just this wonderful art exhibit. And there was this cute little church group that came through with a bunch of little girls. And I snapped a picture of them that I still keep that's my favorite because they're all just cute and well-dressed. They had warm boots on. They all had braided hair, these cute <laughs> elaborate braided hairdos. Mm. And their backs were to me, and they were looking at this picture of a, a little boy in Cambodia about their age who slept in a garbage dump mm. on tires. And just looking at that looking my picture of them looking at that photograph um just tells me that that we can do a lot of good through the arts yeah and i don't know if they'll remember that experience i'm sure they will but to me i just hope something's stuck yeah some little piece even if they don't remember that it changes our worldview yeah when um i don't know just understanding the world better Mm -hmm. and i think that that's an important piece of finding peace yeah. <laughs> and inclusion and all those things is just understanding and experiencing yeah. things. I think the arts are the best and fastest and most effective way to do that, mm. to start that process. Wow. Well, speaking of um, kids, um, my next question was going to be, um, how, how do you inspire kids in the arts or even just to be involved in the arts? Um, you know, if, if they're more, athletically inclined they rather would play sports Mm -hmm. what are some ways that we can get kids involved more in arts I do think that like a parent's main job is to help kids find their passions Mm -hmm. whether that's in sports or whether that's in whatever you know um but part of that is just by exposure you know by the time they're babies you know I think changing your radio station up 
you know, mm. playing some classical or playing some jazz or some world music, you know, listen to some African drumming or listen to whatever. Yeah. Uh, just to get that in their ears, mm. I think is maybe the first place to start. Having art supplies just available. Almost every child is a natural artist. Sure. Almost every little kid wants to finger paint. Yeah, you know, we grow point. out of that sometimes and we think, oh, my picture's not as good as her picture or yeah. whatever. But naturally, children are creators. They want to create things. Mm. And so I think parents, you know, when we take that art and we stick it on the fridge and we send it to grandma and we, you know, celebrate that process, mm -hmm. not color this, make it perfect. Right. Yeah, but just celebrate having art supplies. Kids will be artists if, if good, it's there. Such a good point. I mean, I guess I never thought of it that way as far as kids are just natural artists. Yeah. I mean, and you turn on music, yeah, kids are dance. natural dancers. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. sing a song, and they're natural singers. Wow. You put pots and pans in front of them, they are natural drummers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we come programmed to love creation, mm -hmm. to want to create. And I think, I don't know, life kind of smashes it out of us sure. a little bit unless mm -hmm. we're careful. Yeah. So I think that's the first thing is just have it there, have it be available so they can try everything. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, starting maybe with concerts that are outside, you can take a toddler to an outdoor concert. Yeah. They don't have to sit still. <laughs> if they need to move around a little bit or have a, their Cheerios or whatever, yeah. it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So going to Indian Creek or going to maybe a Shakespeare in the park or mm -hmm. something like that, just being outside is great. Um, and then moving towards like a family centered concert like our Nutcracker Junior that's mm -hmm. just 50 minutes yeah. or our Catapult Junior that's 50 minutes. It's made for kids' attention spans. Uh, don't start off with a full philharmonic. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it's yeah. not a good starting point for mm -hmm. young children usually. And so start with something that, that you think that they'll really enjoy if they're into, you know, whatever they're into, you can usually find something that they'll, that they'll like. Mm -hmm. um, but then I think part of that is also seeing people like them on stage. Like if we have a children's theater in January where they yeah. can come. It's called the Magic Paintbrush. And they can come and sit in the audience and see children on stage. Mm -hmm. And that's also a good place for them to say, oh, I might want to try drama. Or I might want to sing. Or I might want to dance. You know, oh. taking them to different things where they can just say, oh, maybe I'd want to do that. Yeah. So many famous musicians, they talk about seeing that one person on a PBS special. Right. Or hearing the piano for the first time. Mm -hmm. Or... Just that experience, sometimes they remember very young, their first exposure to something that just mm. like lights something in them. Yeah. So I just think expose, 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 mm -hmm. put something different on the radio. I love to do music critics club when my kids were little, like mm. on the way to school, that I would just turn to some random station and we'd listen to something just random, whether it was heavy metal or classical. And then afterwards they had to respond and say, they, we rated it oh. and did you like it or not like it? Mm. And that was just a fun way to say, well, what's good about this genre? What did you like? Was it a good singer, even though you hated the song? Yeah. But just, That's great. just expose them to different yeah. things. They will naturally be drawn to things mm -hmm. that they're meant to do, I think. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, just keep the paints out. and the. I don't know. If it's just there, they'll do it. Yeah. And then encourage them to continue. Mm -hmm. Those are great. Those are great tips. Um, yeah, I, I just love that. You said that they're they're natural artists themselves and they, they can create, especially when you don't put so many restrictions not too know, many lines just, right yeah not too many <laughs> lines and just scribble color mm -hmm. create it's pretty it is pretty awesome just thinking back of all the things my kids have created when they were little little like tiny you know with just the color crayons or the markers mm -hmm. or the paints but then even now too just how it's evolved and, and developed and what they love and how different 
they both are and express yeah. themselves so differently. It is. And if I can stay on that point, too, mm-hmm. there's we had a drummer um, whose name was Okaija who came. He was from Ghana, and he, I'll probably mess up this translation, but he gave this quote that was really important to him. And it basically means the ground does not break with bad dancing. Mm. I probably didn't say that right, but yeah, the ground doesn't break doesn't break with bad dancing. Yeah, and to me that means like our society has moved so far towards oh, you have a degree in music, yeah. you went to Juilliard, great, you can play right. the piano in public, or you've been classically trained as a ballerina, you can dance on the mm-hmm. Indian Creek, <laughs> right. you know, when the band plays or whatever. Instead of we all want to move, yeah, we tap our toes and mm-hmm. we wish we dared get up and dance, or we played the trumpet in high school and. We're not that good, so we won't bring it out. Or yeah. do you know what I mean? We yeah. just our self perfectionism. Yeah, our perfectionism mm-hmm. gets in the way of it. But the ground's not going to break. No yeah. one's going to die if you paint a yeah. bad picture. So paint it because it's that process that kids find mm-hmm. and that they love. That's good. You know, just yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's. I think we all need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. Well. And on that note, too, um, you know, I I can't give you any studies necessarily, but I know there are studies out there that have um, tied wellness with the mm-hmm. arts. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and what you see or if you have any kind of studies to share about that? Absolutely. There is so much. Anything from, They've studied it in so many different areas, for mm-hmm. example, in nursing homes sure, or even juvenile detention centers. There's so much research that shows that specifically at-risk kids, like you take an at-risk high schooler, mm-hmm. um, they're involvement in the arts is one of the single biggest things they've been able to kind of identify that helps with graduation rates, mm. helps with pro-social behavior. It's, it's, um, it helps counteract dropping out of high school, but just involvement in the arts. And wow. it's, like I said, it's even specifically that the results are even more um, important with at-risk students. And mm. so that's a big part of our outreach is that we feel like it's really you know, just valuable on lots of levels. But there's actually, I wrote this down so I would get it right, but there's a quote that I think answers your question that is one of my very favorite quotes, and it's by Picasso. And he said, art washes away from the soul the dust of everyday life. Mm. And when you talk about wellness, I think that just life is stressful. We gather dust. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many, we just have so much that we need to do, and there's so many just problems in the world and life is hard kind yeah. of. And yeah. so, yeah. especially this last little bit. And mm-hmm. so I feel like art is what kind of counteracts that, mm-hmm. dusts us off. Um, when you take time to read a poem or to listen to a classical guitar mm-hmm. or look at a beautiful piece of artwork and um, dance in the living room, mm-hmm. play your country music, play rock music, play whatever feeds your soul. Um, that to me is what like the abundant life is. It's kind mm. of gathering beauty in life. There's lots of junk, but yeah. the arts I think are just part of that. Having beautiful experiences in life, listening to beautiful things, looking at beautiful things. Yeah. It dusts us off. Mm. <laughs> Good point. I can't imagine life without it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what what would you say to those who's who would think, well, I'm just not a creative or I'm not artistic? Mm-hmm. Or maybe have never been able to experience, you know, coloring or painting or whatever. 
what, especially as an adult, I think yeah. we, like you said, we put limits as, as we get older and comp- competition happens and perfection happens. What I'm are not so- trained. I don't have my yeah, degree. Right. Yeah. What are some tips for someone who maybe really hasn't picked up a pen or pencil, color crayons, whatever? What would be some things that you would recommend that they could start being um, or trying the sure. arts or artistic? Sure. I would say that I think it is a skill and a talent to be able to enjoy other people's work as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, if you haven't ever, you know, art's not your thing or whatever, you know, go to the Boise Art Museum. Mm-hmm. Or if we do a display, come look at a photography display. Like, just try, I would say. If sure. you think you don't like it because you've never tried it, you know, be like your grandma. Just take a bite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, three bites maybe. Mm-hmm. And just see, see if it does something for you it might yeah. not and maybe art's not your thing maybe you want to try square dancing mm-hmm. <laughs> something a little more lively you know yeah. there's places you can do that um i just think it's so hard to know what you're good at unless you try, try it, it. Mm-hmm. and and good at meaning this does something for me yeah like the result doesn't need to be museum quality mm-hmm. and you don't have to do it on stage but it lights you up inside it does yeah. like singing to your kids is one of the most important things you can do for your mm-hmm. children and they don't care what you sound like, and it doesn't matter. They'll get all the benefits yeah. from music mm-hmm. in their life, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't matter what you sound like. Um, but also, there's lots of things like, for example, Valentine's Day, we did a paint party, a virtual paint party, where mm. we hired a you know a paint party, like a paint and sip kind of yeah. party lady who came and did it, and we put that on our Facebook page. So that's still on our Facebook page. Fun. So you can get the the supply list. And just paint a picture. And visual art is not my thing at all. Mm. I have talented children in visual arts, which I'm grateful for and have no idea mm-hmm. where they <laughs> got any talent because yeah. I'm really not a good visual artist. But I had a blast painting that little picture mm-hmm. with my girls because I did it with my girls. Yeah. You know, and I, it was just something different. It makes you slow down. It makes you concentrate on one thing. Right. Your mind doesn't race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, something like that, maybe just trying something different. If you, I, I, I hear people constantly say, oh, I always wish I could have had piano lessons. I always wish I could have had dance lessons. And I want to say, guess what? <laughs> Pianos are still for mm. sale. There's still <laughs> teachers. <laughs> YouTube mm. now, you can learn anything. Sure. Just people still blame their mommy, yeah. <laughs> I think, because they didn't get this. And so my chances are over. I'll never right. have music in my mm. life. You know, where it's like, go buy a ukulele for $75 and get online Mm -hmm. and be a musician and have a blast. You know, you always wanted to do ballet. Great. Illusion Dance Studio has adult ballet classes. Mm. Go sign up. Have a blast. Enjoy. Wow. So that's what I would tell people is either resurrect your old hobbies. Lots Mm -hmm. of us played an instrument in, you know, middle school band or orchestra or whatever. If you've always wanted to do something, go do it. Yeah. Just because you're an adult doesn't mean... That that has to stop because yeah. you didn't start when you were six, right? So yeah, that's go have point. fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so since we talk a lot about community and um, what you guys have been involved in the community, um, I'd like to kind of turn that around and ask you too, as um, especially for the uh, the new listeners that are newer to this community in Canyon County and Caldwell. Um, what are some ways that they could get involved as a community with Cobble Fine Arts, um, you know, if they if that's an interest of theirs? Sure. I would say go to our website first, mm-hmm. caldwellfinearts.org, and it pops up a little email list, sign in. So I would just okay. say get on the list. Mm-hmm. So when something comes through that's interesting to you, you can just try, <laughs> you yeah. know, jump on it. 
Um, also, our Facebook page. We try to share. Excuse me. <coughs> we try to share um, things from that we're doing, but mm-hmm. also when other people are doing things. Yeah. So it's just kind of a, a good hub to get on and mm-hmm. see what's happening. Um, certainly, I would just say, just come, just come try. Yeah. Come do something. Mm-hmm. Choose something that you don't usually do. Yeah. And just come enjoy it. Yeah, it can get very addictive going mm-hmm. to all your the different concerts and things that you guys provide for sure. Oh, God, that's, awesome. that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, it's super fun. All but right, when, maybe I'll say one other thing yeah, too. Please. If people are connected with schools, either with their mm. kids in schools or maybe they work in a school, um, send an email to education at caldwellfineart.org and let us know that you want programming at your school, and we'll get mm. you on our email list. We've got we do authors and storytellers and puppeteers and master classes and all sorts of different things that we'd like to take out into the schools. Okay. Or if you're, you have a Girl Scout group or an after-school club or things like that, we just, we are always looking for people who want arts mm-hmm. for the people that they serve, nursing homes, anything like that. Yeah. So okay. send us an email to education at org so we can get you on our that, that email list. Perfect. Yeah, and I'll have all of the details in the notes too for anybody who is listening and wasn't able to write that down. Awesome. All right. Since we are talking about 2C, I do have a couple of rapid fire questions. I don't send them out just because then they're kind of a surprise. But, but sure. And this can encompass all of Canyon County, so Nampa, Caldwell, even Middleton and surrounding areas. Um, so I just want to know a couple of favorites since you've been here for quite a while now. Um, where is one of your favorite restaurants in Canyon County to eat with your family? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> Caldwell know, right now, one. like getting anything on the plaza mm-hmm. and sitting on the plaza, I would have to say is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going to name one, I'll do one off the plaza. Yeah. I'll do a non-traditional because everyone probably lists all the same little pocket in there mm-hmm. that's so good. I had a great empanada at a food truck, the Gauchos food truck. Oh. Do you know that? On Blaine and Ted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love empanadas mm-hmm. and they have empanadas. So I'll do a non-traditional oh, choice nice. if I have to name one. Uh, what's the name again? I think it's Gaucho's Gaucho. Argentinian. Yes, and it's food a food truck. truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and are they there very often? I think they're there most of the time. Yeah, that's what I thought. yeah I'd driven past them a million times, and I was hungry. Nice. <laughs> and they had empanadas, so it was a happy day. Oh, good. But yeah, I just I love getting all the restaurants on the plaza mm-hmm. are just fantastic. And maybe I'll choose one more on the plaza. Another non-traditional one is Flying M has vegan cookies and I'm dairy free oh, <laughs> so that always helps yeah yeah they, they have such a great bakery yeah they if do. you're not into coffee just their bakery is mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. um speaking of coffee or hot chocolate um or any kind of special drink with your family where do you guys like to go get like for in the winter as since we're getting cold now I'm thinking cold um coffee or hot chocolate where do you guys like sure. to well just beverages in general soda yeah. burst on the plaza is a mm-hmm. lot of fun the kids love doing those fun combinations and yeah. they've got fun hot chocolates mm-hmm. as well in the winter time yeah perfect um and then where is uh where's a favorite place in Canyon County that you like to shop either like for um like groceries products um anything like that where do you guys like to go I'll say rediscovered books I mm. love independent bookstores mm-hmm they're just, they're great and they're so community minded. And we just, just two weeks ago, actually got an office in their That's hallway great. there. So pretty mm-hmm. soon people can come visit us there. Nice. Um, but I just, I love independent stores. So mm-hmm. I'll say rediscovered books. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a sucker for walking down a book aisle. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and they've told me too that um, my kids can um, resell their books yeah. to them. They have a, a a resell do. program too, which yeah. is really Which nice. is great. So you get part of your money back, but mm-hmm. then you also can buy really, affordably priced books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They've been great to work with. So That's awesome. I'll choose them. Cool. 
And then last, where do you, um, besides Caldwell Fine Arts, um, where is another place you uh, and your family like to go for entertainment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plaza has done such a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a different genre than sometimes we present, sure. you know, at Caldwell Fine Arts. But I, you know, just last Tuesday we were downtown and got treats at Flying mm-hmm. M and went and li- listened at the plaza. And my son was like dancing on a big boulder. Oh, fun. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, it was fun, and they played some old, I think some old Journey song, and my husband went out, and I went out there and slow danced. Oh, fun. On the plaza on a beautiful yeah. fall evening, and that to me is, is just, yeah, just community mm-hmm. and fun and wholesome, good entertainment. Yeah. So, That's awesome. yeah, I like it all. I, yeah. Like I said, I can, I love the classical music, and there'll always be a place for that, Cobble Fine Arts, but yeah. just music and dance. Mm-hmm. laughter fun treats yeah it's, it's all good stuff it's a good connection for it sure is. well thank you so much for your time allison You're i welcome. really appreciate you coming out and chatting with us i think this is such a a key gift that we have in for our community and for caldwell and just improving um the connections we have with each other and just the growth that we have so i appreciate you coming out and for all those who are listening, once again, we are with Allison uh, Moulton with the Cobble Fine Arts. I really appreciate you taking your time. Thank you. Thank it's you. Been so much fun to talk to you. Yeah. Have a great Thanks. day. Thanks. You too. You. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.